0: You are listening to the Rock That Creative Job podcast with Jamie Roberts, episode 11. This podcast has a very focused mission to inspire, motivate, and empower you with the tools, insight, and guidance you need to get better jobs, better work, better pay, and build the creative career and life you've always wanted. So click subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast and let's rock. Hey, creatives, it's Groundhog Day and we have the perfect topic to discuss on Groundhog Day, which is living the same day over and over inside your head because of imposter syndrome. Now, for those of you who have never seen the cult classic Bill Murray film Groundhog Day, I highly suggest watching that because it's going to give you a little bit of a window into what your brain is doing when you are in the imposter syndrome loop as a creative professional. You're basically living the same day over and over again. Our brains kick out about 70,000 thoughts in a day. And a very large percentage of those are the same thoughts that we had the day before. So what happens when we start to struggle in our careers because of a layoff, the challenge of finding a new position and getting out of one you intensely dislike, maybe not being able to move to the next level or get new freelance clients. When we experience these kinds of struggles, our lizard brains start to rationalize why this happens and then our brain tells us the lies that create the imposter syndrome because our brains are motivated to avoid pain and conserve energy so if you're trying something new or difficult or trying to create a different reality for yourself or step into a new path you are literally working against your brain and when you give up or back out or quit you start to lose that integrity and that That means you stop trusting yourself. We trick ourselves into thinking we can't accomplish our goals because our brain wants to reason out why the struggle is so hard. And I've experienced this many times in the past 20 years of my creative career. I experienced it when I was trying to break into creative after college. I experienced it when I was trying to move up to a management level. I experienced it when I was laid off and I was trying to get back into the workforce. And through each one of those transitions, my brain kept telling me things like other people have more experience than you. They're more valuable than you. You don't have what it takes to compete, your work isn't good enough, your experience isn't relevant enough. My brain would come up with a thousand reasons why I wasn't getting the callbacks that I wanted. But when we give in to these thoughts, we truly sell ourselves short as creatives and we give away our earning power because desperation creeps in and then we'll take any job, any offer and any project that someone throws our way, even if we don't feel right about it. And that's how we end up in toxic work environments with clients that we don't enjoy, with managers that we really don't vibe with. We need to recognize these thoughts before they start repeating. So let's talk about the unproductive thought drama that our brain serves us whenever we go through difficult transitions in our careers. Now, this serves zero purpose except to exhaust you. And that is also a function of trying to conserve energy. If your brain tells you you shouldn't apply, it's not really worth it. Your work isn't that great. You'll probably not get a job you want. So why even bother? It's trying to conserve your energy. It's trying to lull you into complacency because it takes a far less effort to lay in bed and scroll through your Instagram than it does to apply for a creative position. But what happens is you're using the same amount of energy to feel bad, to feel deflated, to feel disappointed as you would to push yourself forward. What I failed to recognize was that I was really caught in this spiral of thought thoughts and they were using up all my energy. And I really didn't have any left for actual creative work or creative problem solving. And that is really where your brain needs to be when you're looking for work. So let's dig into this. The first thing I always did whenever I was trying to either move forward in my career, get out of a job get back into the workforce was I overthought my process. I would sabotage myself and my efforts by getting too into the weeds with every single component of the application process. I would get obsessive. It's not to say that things shouldn't be good and tight and organized, but what I did was I overthought that process until I wasn't even clear on what I was seeing anymore. It would take me months to put myself out there in a way that felt comfortable. I started to really second guess myself and I didn't trust myself to make the right decisions. I didn't pay attention to my intuition and my first instinct when it came to putting myself out there. And once I lost this trust with myself, it was really hard to get it Back. So if you're overthinking everything that you're doing, just lift your head up for a second and consider if some help would actually move you forward, or maybe taking a break would help you move forward. And it doesn't have to be a long break, it can be a week getting away from things, feeling that creative inspiration, and recharging your energy. And then go back into it with the intent of taking some decisive action. The second thing that I did that would rev up the old imposter syndrome engine in my brain is that I would compare myself to others. So when I was looking for work, I would look to see what everyone else had done. And I thought that would be inspiring. And I know you're laughing at this because we all know it's not. What happens is that we look at people's work and we think, oh my gosh, that's so good. I could never get there. And then what happens is our brains keep cycling through all of these reasons why you're not as good as your peer group. And then that prevents you from moving forward at all. We get completely stuck and no one likes that feeling of feeling just immobilized and not sure what direction to even go. So instead of overthinking, which was my first go-to, I went to the comparison, which that didn't allow me to actually make any progress. And all I did was ruminate over what other people had and what I didn't. And none of this helps us or our creative brains problem solve when it comes to looking for new jobs, because it is truly the ultimate problem to be solved when you're looking for work and you're trying to find that place where you fit, where you align and where you can contribute how you want to as a creative. So one thing that I started doing, I started looking at agencies. I started looking at other organizations and saw how they promoted themselves, how they sold their products and services. Agencies have entire teams of people devoted to selling what they do. And this would help mitigate that one-to-one comparison that we always end up having when we look at someone's work. Because we're trying to understand, could we do this? If we can't do this, does that mean we're never going to work again? And all of those other thoughts that start to creep in when you start to doubt your own talents. So if you look at brands, And companies, instead of individual humans, it allows you to see the bigger picture, get a bird's eye view, get ideas, feel inspired without feeling deflated. The third place my brain went was to the land of perfection, which we all know is a imaginary space because perfection truly does not exist. What you think is great one month, the next month you might not like it because the world has moved on and things have changed. And so it's always about progress and iteration and evolution. But what happens when we doubt ourselves is we can't make those decisions. We can't make the rational choices. We don't know if it's good or bad. All we know is that we want it to be better. And we continue on that path looking for where better is And sometimes we make it worse. We ruin the original concept. And when it comes to job searching, sometimes we focus on perfection so much that we can't even put ourselves out there because we don't feel like what we have is ready for prime time. Because this is how our creative brains work. We want to do the best work possible. We want to show up in the best way possible. But when your brain starts to go around this loop, what you need to do is you need to think about your audience. Is your audience going to notice all of these minute details you are paying attention to? Or is what you have enough to reflect who you are and what you have to offer so you can actually? take action and put it out there because your brain is trying to conserve that energy. And it's saying, well, if it's not perfect, you might as well not even put it out there. I work with people every week who have been working on portfolios for six, 10, 18 months sometimes. And I'm stunned that they haven't made them live because the work I'm seeing is pretty amazing. And so if you have this challenge as well, start to think about your audience and what they expect from you. Because if you try to focus on what you expect from you, you will never get there. And I can tell you, done is better than perfect because perfect doesn't exist. And when you are promoting yourself, you absolutely want it to reflect who you are. You want to avoid the typos. You want to avoid all the common mistakes that might get you disqualified. But I can guarantee you, if you're focusing on perfecting one little tiny user flow, you're missing the big picture. You're missing that bird's eye view. You're missing the way the audience is seeing you because you're focused on the details. And the last thing my brain would always do, whenever I was worried about my career or a transition, my brain would start to tell me lies about feedback. I would start to think that as soon as I put this out there, someone is going to say it sucks. As soon as I share this project with someone, they're going to see all the areas that weren't perfect. Now, those things, of course, never happened. I mean, sure, I got constructive feedback from recruiters, HR partners, colleagues, and that's helpful. But at no time did someone interrogate me or make me feel like total crap about my work. So that weird, vulnerable place That we live in when our brains are in this imposter syndrome, Groundhog Day loop, that contributes to this fear of being able to share what we have with the world. And then we just never share it because we're too worried about what someone might say about it. We have this this secret fear of others judging us the way we judge ourselves. And that creates shame or maybe self sabotage. So you don't actually have to show. Any of the work that you've done. So if you're in this place, I'm going to suggest an exercise for you. And you can go at a fast or slow pace with this, but I guarantee you it will change your mind when it comes to your talent, your uniqueness, and what you have to contribute to the world. I want you to pick one person that you trust, and I want you to show them the work that you've been doing. And this should be someone that you value their opinion you value their insight, and you trust them enough to be vulnerable with them. And this person does not need to be a creative. This person can be someone who is in a different career entirely. But what you need to do is start to get comfortable talking about yourself. And the way to start is to do it with someone that you know and trust, because you eventually want to be able to put this out there to people who you don't know or trust and feel confident that they are going to react exactly the same way that your friends, family, colleagues, and peers have. And the only way to start reinforcing that pattern in your brain is to start sharing. I want you to talk through the projects or the work that you've done and what you're hoping the audience might see. So show a neighbor of yours a brand identity. Show a roommate some copy that you wrote for a product. Show one of your parents a UX wireframe and explain to them the experience that the person would have in that site. Show your bestie some of the selects from the last photo shoot that you ran. Start showing people you trust what you do. Because that is going to give you more confidence and make you feel more comfortable because you'll get these practice rounds in talking about yourself. And you're also going to boost that positive endorphins in your brain when they say things like, oh my gosh, you're so talented. I can't believe you could do that. Or I never would have thought of it that way. That's so interesting that you wrote that or designed that. Or I can't wait to see this in the market. I'm going to tell my friends all about this product or service as soon as it's launched. Those people are your advocates. And you need to start there if you're afraid to start with strangers. And the only way to get to the stranger level if you're stuck in this imposter syndrome loop is to start with the people that you know. Because this is going to remind you that you are unique. You are talented. You are creative. And you do have something to contribute to our world. And you need to see that in yourself because your ideas deserve to be heard and seen it is the privilege of my life to be able to do this for so many creatives across the world. And if you feel really stuck and you don't know who you can turn to, to start practicing talking about your work, to start sharing and getting that comfortable, confident feeling back, I can help you get there. I want you to get there because you should not live in this unproductive thought drama that has served no purpose except to exhaust you. I also have, 20 free YouTube videos if you want some basics on resumes, interviews, portfolios, thank you notes. You can also connect with me on LinkedIn. I post a lot of content there. I also have a blog on my website. Please don't suffer in silence. There are people out there that would love to hear about what you do. I would love to hear about what you do. You can connect with me at rockthatcreativejob.com anytime. I would love to be able to help you get out of this uncomfortable and unproductive space. So I hope this was helpful for you. And I hope it shines a light in some areas that maybe were just a little automated for you inside your brain. And maybe you can rethink things. Just remember that even a tiny step means that you are still moving. So have a happy Groundhog Day. Thanks for listening. And I'll catch you in the next one.